unmute. <laughs> you think he'd get it by now? <laughs> Boy, he better have a good I, opening because he's I, late. I know. I know he's in video games. Maybe we're just trying tonight. The pursuit for perfect. <laughs> All right, we're doing it again. Fuck it. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is the beauty of live uh, broadcasting. I wasn't even paying attention. Here we go. Welcome to the Eagles Fan Podcast Election Edition, broadcasting live from all over America. Tonight, the pursuit for perfection. A couple of old people in Florida, are they nervous? Reports, report cards for the Eagles, will they pass? <laughs> the NFC East, no longer a dumpster fire, live team coverage. And Daniel Snyder, still an a-hole, will investigate. And now, Rick, say hi. Hi. Well, that took three takes, still subpar, but alas. Welcome to the Eagles 19096 podcast, Eagles fan podcast. Uh, the Eagles are still undefeated. Rick, how are we feeling tonight? I was, wait, I was waiting for Tom Brokaw to come in there. <coughs> no, that was the hope, but he didn't show. I invited yeah. him. Uh, hey, the great thing about being 8-0 is we have the chance to go 9-0 next week. And if we go 9-0 next week, that means we surpass Vegas... Vegas is eight and a half over under for wins already. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty amazing year for the Eagles so far. I I wear the hat and people are random people. It's not just Eagles fans saying "Go Birds!" now. It's random people saying random stuff about the Eagles now. <laughs> not all good. Ex- are there any expletives <laughs> involved there? Oh, uh, you bet your ass there is. <laughs> Blake, uh, Evan, the Giants fan, you wore your New York Giants uh, hat this past week. Uh, any uh, comments from the general public? We're hot on your heels, baby. <laughs> well, that uh, that game. That in, is what, if a few you, weeks that of- is if, if if my idiot players c- can't stay off of uh, AT- ATVs. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome, by the way. I saw that. I was like, oh my god, you're going to be rolling in your condo or house. Dana Point. I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, I couldn't get it out fast enough. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. <laughs> you know, with the Eagles, like, winning as much as they are, I am becoming more aware of how much, like, Eagles gear I own. And it's I've come to the conclusion I probably own too much at this point, and I probably have to purge. I think I'm over what? 10 items. Well, I mean, you could probably start with your Eagle starter jacket that you got when you were a teenager. Well, uh, you know what? Funny you should say that. Evan the Giants fan was able to see that in the flesh uh, a couple weeks ago. Rick, I couldn't believe it. I was like, <laughs> holy shit, where did that come from? <laughs> that was uh, that was my Halloween costume. <laughs> so I, I, went to a, I went to a company party as, a, uh, as an Eagles fan. And rightfully so, um, one person hugged me, and the rest uh, shouted expletives at me. <laughs> and Santa Claus threw a snowball at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. well. I told I told them. I said, "Hey, hey, hey, slow down! I don't have any D batteries in my pocket." <laughs> exactly. 
So, um, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, <clears throat> it's a fe- it's officially the after the uh, the Bills lost, it's the Eagles league. You know, I don't I don't know if any um, uh, power rankings out there right now have anyone else aside from the Eagles up top. No, I think actually, yeah, I did see some power rankings. The Eagles were number one, and the Eagles were number two, and the Eagles were also number three. Like the teams are not even good enough to be, yeah, you know, number two or number three. They have to skip down to number four. So here's one. one that threw me off: is so when did the Vikings get good? I've lost sight of that. Because the last uh, I saw them, they got killed. Good, good is a relative term. They. I had to pull out a victory in uh, the Commander Stadium. Oh, I I, I missed that one, but oh, that's right because uh, it was like a buzzer beater. Or something. Yeah, Taylor, uh, Tyler Taylor Heineke blew it. Uh, yes, he did. Uh, the announcers were talking Carson about style. Oh, he is turning the franchise around, and literally like. <laughs> That was like the kiss of death. Does any throw? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It was all upside down after that. So did you guys vote? Yes, yes I did. Sir. Well, nice job. I did not. Just for the record, first time in um, I don't know what, ten years, fifteen years. So I no bet. Had no. Absolute. The guy taking my name could not find me in the book. And the really strange thing about it was he was my father. <laughs> Wait, dad is administering voting? He, when you walk into the room and you go up and you say, my name is, he's the guy who looks it up in the book and then you have to sign it. I didn't realize, oh, I guess I didn't realize dad was like that, that involved. I figured he just stood in the corner and made sure no one misbehaves. Kind of like our childhood. <laughs> Not much to change, John. <laughs> and he's, and he's got the paddle ready if needed. Yeah, yeah, exactly, in the belt. Uh, I don't know um, down that road. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't talk about that. Um, yeah, no, he's the guy who sits at the table. And literally, I kid you not, I'm. he's flipping through the book, and he says, Rick, this last is, name. You should, to, you should talk to this guy on the left. <laughs> ID. About, <laughs> ID, yeah. About uh, your podcast. Oh, jeez. I hate when they do that. And then he's, and the guy says, what's the name of your podcast? And I said, 19096. And he looked at me kind of funny. <laughs> so. I just say, I just say world news tonight. And they're like, wait, what? And then they, then they just stop asking questions because they quickly figure out I'm just an asshole. Yes, so. uh, I I think if uh, we ever hire a VP of marketing, it should be our fault. It should be uh, Dan. So yeah, just to let you know. All right, good to know. He's doing a good job, even though we didn't ask him. <laughs> well, Mom tells uh, the world that I invented video games, so that's really weird too. So literally, anytime Mom and Dad meet anybody under twenty-one, do you play video games? <laughs> God, do you play NBA Two K? I digress. Okay, yeah. So should uh, so the Eagles this past Thursday. So it's almost been a week uh, since they played. So they got this. This is their mini buy. They played the uh, the Texans, 
Everyone had it. So the spread, I believe, going into the game was what, like thirteen and a half or something like that. Yes. And the Texans put up a bit of a fight, but like bad teams do, at some point they have that moment where they just cave. Yeah, those. I mean, those Thursday night games, especially for the team that has to travel, they're it's always ugly, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's. Yeah, I know it's a lot to ask football players to play two games within five days or four days, but I get it. But um, it was, uh, yeah, it was kind of ugly at first. Um, it was, I think, the first. It's been the first time in a while that they were at one point during the game losing. So. Yeah, I guess. Oh, I guess that's right because they, the Eagles. Uh, or sorry, the Texans got the ball first, and they scored. They just kind of yeah. walked right on down the field, and I was like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, well, I, and also, I mean, you know, after uh, Jordan Davis goes down, and, you know, they, the Texans actually do have a good uh, running back. Um, I was like, oh, geez, is this going to be is this gonna be the week? Um, but no. We uh, we came through. They scored that touchdown, and then it was kind of lights out after that. Yeah, the they for the first time in a long time, I had that feeling where when the Eagles get the ball, I expect them to score, and there was no like real sense of like fear or you know, here we go. You know, I've I've definitely crossed that threshold where I expect a touchdown every time. Yes. No, I do too. Um, and it's one of those things where, you know, I, am I starting to get spoiled? Yes. Uh, are my expectations too much? Um, but that's the way football should be, right? When we yeah. get the ball, we're going to score a touchdown. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. It, it's, I've been so used to the, a world of just waiting for the misery to just kind of, the, 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 the hammer of misery to kind of drop on the game. But I don't, I don't feel that anymore. I almost, yeah, I do feel spoiled. I think that's that's kind of where I'm at now at this point. It, it being an Eagles fan, it is kind of like walking through a house of horrors every week. And when is the skeleton going to jump out in front of you? Evan, the Giants fan, do you get that same way with Daniel Jones when he gets the ball? You feel like, oh, it, a, t- I'm, a touchdown is in the future. <laughs> no, it's still turnover. <laughs> How about when uh, when Saquon touches the ball? Do you? Is there a moment of excitement you might feel, hopefully? If he gets past the, uh, the first wave, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that's, that's not often. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... it's he, he does have that kind of Barry Sanders-ish performance, right? Like, or, you know, play style. Like, it's one yard, two yards, two yards, two yards, three yards, two yards, one yard, 48 yards. And it's like, holy Toledo. <laughs> right. But, yeah, the Eagles, uh, you know, I'd say I am still cautiously optimistic for the season, Rick. Are you? <laughs> At 8-0, I, I think we have a chance of making the playoffs. I, I'd like to think so, but you Safe know what? Safe to say. Safe to say. I don't know. A couple of years ago, they what, last year, they said, oh, after the, the Sixers got hardened? Oh, my God. Right? Yeah, they're, they're, they're winning it all. But, you know, we saw what happened. One injury, done. Yeah. So. It, it's, uh, 
it's definitely exciting, but at the same time, I mean, all those wins in September and October mean nothing if we just fall flat on our face, you know, the rest of the season. Yeah, I definitely think we're in, uh, it's Super Bowl or bust at this point. So be be careful what, you know, sorry, Howie, be careful what you uh, wished for, but you got it. We're, um, if we're not, I'm I'm at that point, if we're not in the Super Bowl, I'll be a little disappointed. Yes, it it definitely, yeah. I mean, if we pulled like a Dallas Cowboys, uh, you know, and, you know, are great the first two months of the season and then completely tank the rest of the season, um, I'll be very disappointed. Yep. So. Yep. People were saying the only one you're going to possibly lose to at this point is uh, the Titans. Well, yeah, the Giants. No. <laughs> That's what we said last year, and you know what? <laughs> the Giants beat the Eagles yes, in that. They did. Yeah. So I will. I will also say maybe, but we'll get to that later. That's yeah. Well, I go back to what I, I think I said this a couple weeks ago. Like, what happens if the Eagles have? it wrapped up, like, let's say, after the Cowboys game, and we still have two games to play, do you play the starters, or do you rest them, or do you really, I mean... Well, I think that's, like, the articles I'm starting to see float around about the, you know, idea of undefeated. That's what's going to thwart the undefeated, right? It's like, rest them. I'm not advocating for that, but I'm just saying that's you know that's probably what'll happen is is give at least the last game right, right. Which ironically, is against the Giants. Yeah, yeah. So Evan, we may be uh, splitting that bottle of wine again. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I what I'm just trying to do is come up with reasons as to you know why we lose to the Giants the last game of the reason uh, of the season to explain it away so that. Evan, the Giants fan, doesn't give us a hard time. I mean, could it be, right? I mean, could it be deja vu all over again when the Giants had to face the uh, Patriots yeah. at the very end of the season? Yep. And Belichick put all the starters in, and the Giants said, okay. Payback's a bitch. Yeah, baby. No, that's and the they best went guy. at them. They almost won that game, too. They almost yeah. knocked off their undefeated season. Yep. But they saved, they saved the best for last. So. Yeah, they, they played it right. Eli and company were I, – I applaud them in uh, winning the championship that year. Um, one injury note, the only injury note, Miles Sanders, still not injured. <laughs> it's amazing. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, even the broadcasters made note that you know he's a guy that historically has battled injury. I think I have an idea as to what's going on there. Contract year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what's that idea? I'm curious. No, it's contract year. Oh, okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Money will like, motivate. It's a great motivator. You get paid. And if he gets hurt and it's like, oh, this guy's, you know, always hurt. I can't pay him full money. Uh, this just in, Daniel Snyder, still an asshole. Rick, back to you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Daniel Snyder is meeting with bankers to put the uh, team up for sale. Yep. And uh, there's supposed to be some big announcement coming from, like, the Attorney General of Washington, D.C. or something like that. Oh, boy. Um, as far as illegalities uh, with the Redskins. Rick, didn't you say that clown is asking $7 billion? <laughs> that Seven is cold ones. $7 billion. That is with a B. You're not mishearing that, yeah. That's, That's the, I, I'm selling the team, but I'm not selling the team, you know, kind of numbers. <laughs> right. Yeah. right, right, exactly. 
Yeah, that, I mean, that, but isn't it, I mean, really, would we expect anything else from Daniel Snyder? Nah, of course not. Of course not. Um, so, yeah, that's... I, that, I have to. I have to give the guy credit, right? I mean, there's the game on the field, and then there's a whole other like side story with the commanders, right? There's always something else going on. Yeah. Uh, in case the football is not enough, we got some drama over here going on. Yep. So. Yeah, it's they need a they need a fresh they need to move maybe. <laughs> They they were uh, they, at one point they were talking about building a new stadium like down ninety five like almost in Fredericksburg, um, but yeah, I mean it's a different story. You know, every week it's something else with that that whole franchise. Yep. On a, on the similar note, uh, Washington. I'll go to some uh, small election news because this is the uh, election edition of the uh, 19096, the Eagles fan podcast. Uh, former first-round draft pick Corey Simon uh, was elected to the state Senate in Florida. So good job, Corey. Um, I don't know what your politics are, so maybe I shouldn't say that. But um, as an Eagles fan, glad to see uh, you know, you're know you doing something. Hopefully you do it right. So. Yeah, now, do we think he, what do you think, he's Democrat or Republican? Uh, Florida? Florida, and he got elected, I'd have to say, uh, he's got an R in front of his Yeah, name. the big R. Yeah. 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 Uh, you are correct. Yeah. All right, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, all right, should we move on to the uh, the Eagles uh, half season or yeah, half time, not half time, I don't know, what do you call it, report card? Uh, the, the mini bye week yep. and I just lost my link so someone fill why search the internet for something I accidentally clicked out Phil 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 it's all about getting healthy, but here comes the tester, right? We get the Texans now. Oh, so yeah, that's I right. Mean, come on, we got the Texans and then Detroit. Give me a break. Hey, watch out on that! Don't sleep on that Detroit team. Oh, jeez, we'll <laughs> get to them later. What a trust that game! They're a train wreck. Total dumpster fire. Yeah, on on fourth down. At Green Bay's, I don't know what thirty-five, forty-yard line, they could have kicked a, you know, tried a field goal, which is kind of out of range, maybe, um, or they could have just punted, right? What does uh, Dan Campbell do? Calls a pass play. <laughs> I mean, incomplete. Gives the ball back over to the Packers with like less than two minutes left. I would say that's probably up there with running a, a QB sneak on third down. And I'm not exaggerating. I'm, I'm no, being no serious. question. Yeah, I just, that is like football coaching 101. Like, I don't, like, to the, yeah, like he lost sense of the game, right? Or whoever is calling the plays. Who's calling the plays for them anyway? The, there's some, uh, 
young yeah, like sure. yeah. who you know was assisted tight ends coach last year. Right. Yeah. All right, so back to our normally scheduled uh, programming. Uh, the Eagles' half-season report card. So I thought it'd be fun to kind of go through and look at their rankings in a in a bunch of uh, uh, statistical statistical categories. So I'll start with the first one: passing yards. They're tenth. Um, that's kind of what I would ex- expect, especially with a balanced offense, um, with a equally as uh, impressive running attack. Rick, your thoughts. Uh, definitely higher than what, you know, if you would have started, said before we, uh, starting the offseason last year, for us to be 10th now, halfway through the season, I would have not said, you know, we would be here. Yeah. Uh, um, just because there were so many questions as far as uh, Jalen Hurts, can he throw the ball, is he going to be the quarterback, you know, da, 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 all this stuff. But, you know, I have to say, you know, the acquisitions that they've got, the, the you know, A.J. Brown, and then also getting rid of, you know, like, Jalen Rager. Yep. Um, so Sega Whiteside got rid of him. Yeah, right, right. You know, I think um, definitely um, Hurts has gotten better, but I think yep. the people around him have gotten better. And also, you know, that second year in the system. So, um yeah, I mean, I'm encouraged, and yeah. it just seems to, you know, keep getting better. Yeah, and I think and, the, uh, the sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, the last thing I was going to say, and also passing yards, it's that's it's also kind of a misnomer, right? I mean, there seems on that that are probably have a lot of yards just because they're trying to catch up in games, and we've really never been in that yeah. situation. No, that's a great point. I mean, second half. I mean, I. There's been, I think people have cited a bunch of drives in the second half by the Eagles where it's been all just, you know, an eight-minute drive that puts them away and it's all just rush, rush, rush. So, I mean, chances are a lot of those uh, passing yards are first-half passing yards. So, Right, right. Uh, passing touchdowns tied seventh. Um, you know, I think you can attribute this, like you said, uh, the talent around Mr. Hertz is a lot better. Mr. Hertz is better. Uh, and just a balanced offense. And, you know, it's not, I wasn't expecting like first or second, but I wasn't expecting like 20th or 25th or anything like that. Right. Yeah. Once again, you know, I think a lot of that has helped, um, with AJ Brown. I mean, there's definitely, he's definitely had some touchdowns where I don't think Kurt says would have, yeah, no way in hell anybody else. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and the maturity of Devontae, I mean, and then, you know, Dallas Goddard, you know, he, he's, he's got yaks, unlike uh, the previous tight end administration where somehow he got negative yaks. We love us some, uh, some Zach Ertz, but, man, like you said, that sniper has clearly retired uh, from shooting tight ends in the ankles. Right, that and, yeah, the, the turf monster always seems always seem to get him one way or another. Uh, rushing yards, seventh in the league. Uh, <clears throat> again, um, you know, I think this is about what I expect, but certainly this number is reflective of, again, a balanced attack, um, which is, you know, I, I, I would get nervous if they were just, you know, ones here and there. Uh, to me, that uh, signifies an unbalanced attack, or, you know, if a certain person went down, then, uh, you know, they'd lose their mojo or they just... 
um, wouldn't be as effective. But clearly, with like both of those major categories in the top tens, tells you they're a they're a well balanced team. Right. And I think it's also a credit to you know kind of what we we're talking about earlier, Miles Sanders, um, staying healthy, staying healthy, and I think I, I'll probably you know, I should probably go back and look at this over the next week. But I would have to say at this point in the season, um, you know, his percentage of rushing yards is probably higher than what it has been in past years. But yeah, I'll go back and do some stat geek analysis. Yeah. Get, a, get our research department on that. <laughs> yes. Let, uh, Evan, the Giants fan, where do the, uh, where do the Giants uh, rank in, uh, yeah, in terms of rushing yards? Any ideas? I would say top 15. Yeah. I would say definitely your, actually, you know what? I honestly don't know. I have no idea who leads the league in rushing as far as a player goes. Oh, it's gotta be Derrick Henry now. Uh, uh, someone fell for me. Why I, pre- uh, the answer to that question, yeah, Derrick Henry uh, by 30 yards over uh, Nicholas Chubb. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Barkley coming at third at 779. So he'll, he'll barring some kind of uh, injury, he'll, he'll clips 1,000 easily. Uh, surprisingly, Travis, well, not surprisingly, but Travis Etienne from uh, Jacksonville, the, the team that doesn't belong in a city that it's in, um, uh, is 680 yards. I didn't realize he was having such a good year. Um, next category, rushing TDs, fifth. Uh, so I guess you could probably say this is a combination of uh, Sanders and Hertz. I mean, the Eagles haven't played the Giants yet, so it's not Boston Scott. Um, <laughs> we're, sorry, we're saving the, them. The Giant yeah. Killer. The Giant Killer, yeah. But, uh, yeah, those two guys are uh, scoring touchdowns. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think the number of those are, I mean, Dallas Goddard should probably get an assist on a couple of those with the push from behind, which I don't know why other teams don't look at what the Eagles do on that, and they do it also. Yeah. I mean, it Uh, makes so much sense. They literally put Hurts there, and one of the biggest guys that they can, without drawing attention to it, Right behind him, and he just pushes. Yep, yep, yeah. I mean, why don't I see that? Why don't more people do that? And you know, you also got to give uh, you know credit to like Shane Steichen because he's a. Oh, this just handed to me. Uh, reports are in. Snyder still an a hole. Uh, back to me. Um, Steichen has really kind of picked up on his just balancing his play choice, right? Like last year, you kept seeing him like just get pass happy, and I don't think they get as pass happy as they used to. I do like when you break in with those news updates <laughs> and Absolutely. you then pass it back to yourself. Oh, uh, you know. That's that's definitely see, that's, something I don't see very often in the no. news business. Tom Brokaw, or uh, who's our fourth brother that's on Fox News that mom likes so much? Uh, Brett Bear. Uh, Brett Bear, yeah, yeah. You never see him do that. You know my theory on that, John, don't you? What, that he is not our fourth brother? Mom likes watching Brett Bear because I think he she it reminds her of Dad when he was younger. Oh, interesting. Oh God, that's never mind. Dad's gonna listen to this, so I don't make it weird. <laughs> let's moving on. Yes, let's leave Dick. Come on. <laughs> uh, reception. Uh, the receptions isn't very interesting. Receiving yards sixth in the league, uh, as expected. 
Um, again, you know, they're not one, two, or three uh, high up there, but not the tops. But again, I think it's a good indicator that they are a balanced offense. And I'm just going to jump into receiving TDs. Fourth, again, the A.J. Brown effect. Rick, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, A.J. Brown and uh, Dallas Goddard. I mean, I think he is really uh, having that breakout season, right? Uh, he is that the younger brother who has blossomed after the other brother has gone off to college. Yep. Don't know what that's like. I'm still waiting for my blossom moment. Not the TV show, by the way. To quote Nick Sirianni, John, yeah. it's all about watering and growing. The flower. Roots and the flower. and Yep. It's it, John. It's in there within you. Yep. Oh, Be I know the it flower, is. John. Be hey, you. speaking of uh, receiver touchdowns, let me yes. ask you boys this: Was the finger pointing fine warranted, or was it a joke? <laughs> uh, I'd have to go. I, my vote would be joke. I I yeah. I he they, he didn't stand over them. He did it from the position and where he caught. He ended the ended the the play. Stood in one position and just pointed and pointed. That's it. I, he didn't stand over him. He didn't walk towards them. So I call bullshit on the uh, on the referee. I think what they should do in these taunting things is when they're gonna they can throw the flag, but then they have to go over to the guy and say, "Why did you do what you did?" <laughs> and then the guy says, "Well, you know, back three years ago, this guy did X, Y, and Z, and back when we were in college, he did this." And then the referee can make a determination. Yeah, you know what? This defender was a jerk a couple of years ago, so that is warranted. I think there should be like, uh, uh, you know. Or better yet, let's put the two of them in, say, a yellow tent. They can beat the shit out of each other for two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that the XFL? There you go. Yeah. See, I think it should be if the celebration sucks, then they throw a flag at you. There's a lot of dumb right. celebrations out there. There's an inundation of just cheesy celebrations. So there those... was one. There was one in the Vikings uh, Commanders game where guys scored a touchdown, and then a bunch of the offensive players, I think it was. Yeah. Did you all see that. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did see yeah, that. with the they all acted like bowling pins, and then one guy wobbled, and then finally fell over. That... See now, here's here's my issue with that. It, in execution, it's great, or not great. Fine. But you know what? They've, Eagles did that four years ago. Yeah, I remember that. That's an oldie. Yeah. It's, so it's, you're, not, you're, not, you're not charting new territory with that kind of stuff. You know, I have to try again. In fact, it gets me. I, this is what I give that. <laughs> so. so if players do that, can the refs say, I've seen that before. That's a flag. Totally. I think that's completely justified. It's kind of like a legal man downfield. You know, same thing. I've seen that before. So. Bad, bad taste in celebration. What would be the hand signal of that by the referee? Yep. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Given the bad business? <laughs> Given the bad business. Given the bad business. Or with the Eagles, an unfootball maneuver. Oh uh, yeah, so did so we didn't talk about this. What that means and what that is. I mean, so I never got full clarity on what that was. Do you any of you know? Any of you know what? What you're not allowed to like if you're on defense, you're not allowed to be like huh, 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 
right? You're not allowed to like imitate the uh, quarterback or you know the kicker or whatever. Somebody heard something like that, and then also at the same time, like it was interpreted that Brandon Graham flinched in order to get the other team to. Uh, got so it. it was a co- combination of things, but got it. Uh, going into the defensive side, so I thought we'd do a, a kind of a truncated version of this because it's the, the only stat in my mind that matters at this point in the season is interceptions and turnover differential. That's actually two stats. But turnover differential, they obviously lead the league with plus 15. The next team is plus seven. Wow. That to me is probably the number, you know, probably the number one reason, sorry, Mr. Hertz, that the Eagles are where they are. Rick, your thoughts. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I heard this past week um, that the Eagles really have Gannon and Howie really have put a focus on getting players to cause turnovers, right? Um, so that's why, you know, Chauncey Gardner, um, you know, I think he's leading the league in interceptions. Um but it's also, you know, on the flip side, also, I heard Sirianni about this, is that, you know, they have to, he was saying Monday that um, they had a whole bunch of, I want to say like 70 missed tackles in the Texans game. And he said sometimes what happens is guys focus too much on trying to strip the ball or whatever, and they're not yep. they're not tackling. Like they need to first you know, hold the guy up, wait for the cavalry to come, and then the other guys go after the strip. Yeah, not the first just guy. Str- try to strip the ball and, you know. Yep. So that's, I think it's, it's definitely a point of emphasis that the Eagles are trying to do. And, it, you know, the statistics prove it out, right? It's like 100% of the time if you win, if it's your uh, plus three in the turnover battle, you win 100% of the games. Yeah, you're undefeated, basically. Right, yep. right. You and you plus, are correct, by the two, way. Plus two is like eighty percent. Yeah, and I think they've been almost. Oh, geez, I mean, at plus, what did I say, fifteen for the season? I mean, yeah. that's uh, well, you're almost at on average plus one point, like eight five per game, right? I mean, right. It, yeah, I heard. Yeah, they've been at least plus one in every game. Yeah. Uh, you were correct. Uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson does lead the league in uh, interceptions, uh, with a number, uh, a total of five. Um, and then you have a whole bunch of people at four, and then you have uh, Mr. Slay at three. So, actually, and Bradbury is also t- you know uh, part of that uh, slew of dudes at three as well. So, right. when. The you know the secondary definitely has turned around from a couple of years ago. I remember a couple of years ago it was a joke. There's guys like just yeah, running just wide open yep. through the secondary. Yeah, um, and the, you know they were completing passes against us where there <clears throat> there weren't guys for like ten fifteen yards. Yep. The uh, the sad part, unfortunately, with uh, those guys playing so well, it certainly has exposed um, Kayvon Wallace. As not being very good, <laughs> that guy with the two best corners on either side of him, with a reasonably decent free safety in Marcus Epps, still kind of sucks. Got to say, yeah. So he, you know, he's one of those. He's if I have this right, 
Uh, let's go back and look, but you know, now we're delving into a, relying on my memory, which is you know somewhat scary. Um, but I think he's the guy who, like, he didn't play much football uh, growing up because uh, it shows. <laughs> because the games were like on Fridays, and he was a Muslim, or oh, whoops, something Sorry. like that. I don't have to go back to look. <laughs> That was my Dwayne Haskins moment this week. What was that? Or my, my Evan the Giants fan Dwayne Haskins oh, moment. <laughs> Let's not relive that now. <laughs> oh, come on. That's, that may be the highlight of the season. Kids, if you have a chance, go back to our last episode and go about an hour in. Oh, and God. sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yeah. Moving on. Yep, uh, moving on. Um, oh, before we get yeah, into uh, Around the uh, NFL. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, um, Kevon Wallace is from, uh, he played, uh, he Clemson? Football. What's that? Didn't he play at Clemson? Sorry. He did play at Clemson. He played, um, high school football, um, at Highland Springs in Southeast Richmond, which is like a powerhouse, um, hmm. where I remember one year down there, they had over 30, uh, players sign uh, letters of intent oh. um, to go on and play in college. So they know how to play some football. <clears throat> well, it, they know how to play some football, but those it's they have outside of their league, they have a hard time scheduling people because they are brutal. Yep. Um, That's a little insight there for you. You know what I don't have is I don't have good transition uh, sounder. I got to work on that next week. So uh, I one thing I was going to bring up before we move into around the NFL. So I finally looked up in the theme of uh, the Eagles draft pick this coming year, thank courtesy of the um, Saints, who I think they they're currently slated at six right now. If the season were to end today, that's where the Eagles would draft six. And let's pretend for a second that they at least make it to the Super Bowl. They'd be six and thirty-one. So there's one other team, and they've done it twice, that have won the Super Bowl in the next year picked in either the teens or higher. Can you name that team? Wait, what What was this again? So when you win the Super Bowl or get to the Super Bowl, what's the highest pick a Super Bowl winner has had the next year in the NFL draft? Oh, yes. Uh, I'm going with the Patriots. That's a good pick. Solid pick. You're on the right path, though. I'll give you that. Oh, it's nice. happened twice, same team, and it happened within uh, eight years, it looks like, I think. Yeah. Uh, 49ers? Oh, ding, 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 ding. Wow. Nice work, Rick. You win a pie. From where? I don't know, but I'm sure I can figure <laughs> out something on Amazon and send it to you in the next uh, week or so. I know, I know, I know a bakery. Oh, yes, there you go. Ta-da. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't put that together. I'm standing in a kitchen right now, actually, as, as we speak. Uh, yeah, their first one, uh, after they won the Super Bowl um, uh, against Miami, they beat Miami 38-16. They had the 16th pick in the draft next year. Do you know who they picked? And this explains why they performed the way they performed for the next 10 or so years. Uh, Jerry Rice? That's correct. I'll be dead. That, yeah, that is correct. So yeah, they uh, won the Super Bowl and then won the uh, 
freaking NFL draft lottery, picking him 16th. Uh, then the second time they did it, um, coming off of uh, beating San Diego in the Super Bowl, they picked 10th. Uh, this pick would be certainly indicative of how they performed for the next 10 years. Uh, Rick, do you know who that was? I'll give you a hint. Same position. Oh, uh, Stewart? Close. <sighs> you, you're, you're on the right person, just the wrong last name. You're, it's the right person. You're thinking the right person. I'll give you, I'll give you a hint. Caleb. Uh, no. Same, same person, different name? Uh, I, I think, you, Evan the Giants fan, you know, you, you're picking the right person. You just don't have the right name. Okay. I'll give you a hint. Chip Kelly. Fighting Irish. Um, I'm going with... Uh... Bro, that's the wrong Kelly. You're thinking Brian Kelly. Oh, damn it. See, yeah. All right, I'm out. Rick, you're up. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. JJ, JJ Stokes. Uh, oh, JJ Stokes. Out of UCLA. Right. Wide receiver out of UCLA. Taking 10th yes. overall, so... Yes, he was he was kind of my era. Yep. He seemed to always have his best games against Arizona. The one thing in, in kind of going through this, because I sat in front of a computer for about 40 minutes going through back and forth between two websites. One thing I realized, the Eagles, not very good at first-round draft picks. Got to say. <laughs> it's, I, I kind of was just, looking. Are you just now catching on? <laughs> uh, you know, I knew they weren't great, but then I, I was looking at it, I'm like, wow, they're really, really terrible. Like that's definitely not it has not been one of their strong suits. So uh, I look at all these some of I these can guys. I go through the like, list of names: Mike Mamola, Danny Watkins, the fire, the fire, uh, the fireman, Mike Patterson, Broderick Bunkley, who I didn't even know who the hell that was. Oh uh, yeah, Broderick Bunkley is like a yeah. tackle. Yep, Danny Watkins, uh, Marcus Smith, uh, yeah. Marcus Smith. Jermaine Mayberry, uh, Bernard Williams, um, Antone Davis. I mean, <laughs> anyway, we. I, I need some trans, trans, transition music or something. Uh, Howie, stay in the yeah. SEC. Don't you? Preferably Alabama or Georgia. Yep, please. For all that is holy. Um, all right, should we go into, uh, I think, Rick, this is your favorite segment, Around the NFL, or maybe it's not. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. In the NFL. The thrill of victory. In the NFL. And the agony of defeat. In the NFL. All right, it's Around the NFL. i got to edit that thing down. That's too long, so... Uh, first item of news, Frank Reich, fired. Uh, Evan, the Giants fan, your thoughts? I'm, I've got something I'm going to defer to later. Oh, that's called a tease in the business, folks. So, and that's good producing right there. Uh, you, Rick, Rick, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Who do you think is next on the hot seat? Ooh. Uh, who do I think is actually next or who should it be? Who should be either one. Uh, I, I, so I thought about this. I definitely think it should be Dan Campbell because I think he's a moron. Right. 
Um, who will it be? I would. I'm going to go with, um, and this is going to stay in the theme of uh, why Wright got fired, sort of. The dude from Denver. Um, <laughs> oh, he's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, you got new ownership. He should you know, be gone already. God. Yeah, yeah, you got new ownership coming in. The Waltons probably, you know, they mean business, literally and figuratively. Um, and you, you know, someone's not taking care of uh, their new their new toy in, in Russell Wilson. He he just looks like he's lost out there. So yeah, I you know I have a theory of this that I'd like to run by you guys. Oh, right? yeah. We, and as kind of around the NFL also, um, you know, I think other teams saw the Rams, you know, go and get Matthew Stafford, like go and get a guy who's a good quarterback, but just needs a change of scenery or, you know, geez, if we could just get this guy into a different, on a different team, he'd be really good, right? Yep. You know, and that's where you see that. In Denver now with Russell Wilson. Uh, we saw that with Matt Ryan in Indianapolis. I think some of these teams are trying to semi-imitate what um, the Rams did, and it's just blowing up in their face. You I know, totally I think we're yeah, seeing I, a whole era of quarterbacks like, hey, guys, it's time to exit. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, I think you're right. It's a whole era of quarterbacks just melting down in real time. Right. It's it's kind of crazy. I mean, uh, you know, Zach Wilson, uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, Goff. Uh, well, I, I think even, I mean, even Joe Burrow bit. to some degree. Even yeah, I'm saying even go back a little bit further. I'm talking like Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson. Oh, oh, you're going to yeah, yeah, right. I, I think well, there's. Uh, you know, some guys that are longer in the David tooth, Carr. shall we say, on their last contracts. Yep. And, you know, they probably should have already left, uh, you know, like Ben Roethlisberger. That guy stayed, you know, maybe a couple of years. Yeah. And I think Dare we I'm, say Aaron Rodgers? You know, I He's don't, checked out. He's yeah. Well, he's high half the time. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that, well, I guess we're kind of saying the same thing, right? Sorry. I... Right. Well, yeah, I mean, you see it with Tennessee, you know, the, they they have a new guy there who uh, is replacing... The kid from Liberty. Face. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, the Patriots obviously have moved... To, you know, there's just a bunch of teams whose quarterback play is completely up in the air. Yep. Uh, that's a perfect segue into kind of the next item. Uh, the New Orleans Saints, whose quarterback situation is completely up in the air. And, Rick, I'm thankful for that. Why? Like I said earlier, uh, about 10 minutes ago, the Eagles have their first-round draft pick. Right, yeah, but they're not doing as bad as what I thought they were doing. I looked at I, the standings. Yeah, they're, uh, what, 3-6. and six. Um, the, the part that throws me, there's a lot of people out there, even guys I like who had the saints almost or like making the playoffs. And I'm like, I, I don't get it. I mean, Jameis Winston, no Taysom Hill. No. I mean, they're not making the playoffs. No way. Yeah. The only way they're making the playoffs is if you hear this sound, beep, 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 
You know what that is? Uh, someone uh, backing up the truck to Sean Payton to bring him back? Uh, just backing into the playoffs. Oh, got it. Yeah, good one. Yeah. I mean, they're, right now they're at 3-6. and six. They're 11th um, in the... Um, in the NFC, so, you know, they'd have to, you know, the Rams, the Commanders, the Falcons are all in front of them, yep. and the 49ers. Um, yeah, I just, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm just glad that they, uh, they suck, so. It just seems like every week, it, they, they, it, it's like. It's uh, it's like a rotating door. Okay, Jeebus, it's your week. Go out there. Okay, Taysom Hill, why don't you try it this week? Yeah. It's like... Yeah, not a good recipe. I, you know what? I can't even tell you who the coach is down there anymore. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I, I, um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um... Next time I wanted to bring up was the uh, the the McCaffrey trade, Christian McCaffrey trade from a uh, from who a team that we thought was mailing in for the rest of the year, but have somehow started winning again. Uh, the Panthers. Uh, he was traded. McCaffrey was traded to the San Francisco 49ers, who is basically now they're basically in an arms race now to to win the Super Bowl uh, with the Eagles and that other team from. Texas, that's not from Houston. Uh, they traded away a... A lot. Yeah, a second pick, third third round, and a fourth round in 2023, and a fifth round in 2024. I'm going to go on the record and say this was a bad deal. I think the uh, the Panthers did well. This was a good move for them. I think the, the 49ers will come to regret this pick. Yeah, Evan, I, the Giants fan, your thoughts. I'm going to go to yeah, I'm going to kick I this mean, one to Evan first. McCaff- I mean, if he gets right, he okay, he single handedly won, beat the uh, the Rams. Yep. I'll give him that. But yeah, if he gets, he's already kind of damaged goods. He's been banged up. So I mean, if this guy goes down, where yep. are they at? Yeah, and he's in what season now? Um, exactly. He's in his fifth. Is it that? Uh, I just lost track of it. And what's the average uh, age for a running back in the I, NFL? I, exactly. That's what I was say. He's he's twenty six years old. Uh, so he, yeah, he was drafted in uh, in twenty seventeen. So yeah, he's um, in his fifth year. And how many games has he missed due to injury so far? Uh, yeah, it's uh, let's see. Well, let's take a look. That's a that's a great question. I have this thing called the internet in front of me, and in Carolina, was, game game. <laughs> well, games I, played. I, Go yeah, ahead. I was I was saying I was asking rhetorically, not necessarily. Uh, I need a number, but <laughs> well, if you want to if you want to look it up, that's fine. I'll keep it short. At two out of five seasons, he's he's played all sixteen games. Other than that, it's been ten out of sixteen, three of three, seven and seven, six and six. Uh, or sorry, for this season he's uh, you know seven and seven, seven and eight. Sorry. So yeah, damage good. I think I think it's. I saw this trade. And I said from the get go, dumb. Uh, you know, you know his uh, parents were 
classmates of our older brother. Uh, yeah, he probably doesn't even know who the McCaffreys are. <laughs> no, he he does. He does. He, uh, he knows who. Who Ed is? Uh, who, knows, who knows what he knows? Yeah. <laughs> but he, the mom was like a. I want to say like a soccer player. At yeah, some, or yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's basically two they, athletes. Yeah, at Stanford. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on, NFC East, not a dumpster fire this year. Uh, Giants third. Pl- <laughs> this is the part that, that blows my mind. The Giants are in third place at six and two. Crazy. <laughs> it's nuts, right? I just would have never saw this coming a mile away. Now, if you told me at the beginning of the year, hey, the Giants will finish in third place or be at third place most of the year, I'm like. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. They'll be about, you know, uh, at best four and four, but six and two, amazing. Even I'll though, take it. I'll yeah, take it. Well, see, you're you were kind of, you know, we're not at that point. We're past that point now. We're not at it. We're take it. We want more. We've, we're getting greedy. We're like Patriots fans now on this side of <laughs> this side of the uh, turnpike. But this brings me to my topic, gentlemen. Oh, please. I am throwing out there to all NFL franchise a gigantic, toxic warning label. On? It's called three letters stamped on that label. O-B-J. Oh, good one. Oh, any franchise that picks up that bozo is just going to, they're going to get doomed. They're going to get hexed. Okay, do, do we think, okay, do we think he's going to sign somewhere? If so, where? I hope he signs with Dallas. <laughs> it does not he has like Dallas end of his career written all over him totally. yeah. I mean there is, there's not another player who is best suited for him to go to uh, you know, look at what's you know what I say to that is go there buddy yep. go, go, go drop a, an atomic bomb on that franchise please don't come to Philadelphia no pass don't need you yeah. And it's it's creeped up every now and again. You'd see like, oh, he's going to go to the Eagles, so he's going to get his uh, his another ring. Like, how he's if he's smart, don't touch him. No. Yeah, it is kind of amazing that in the NFC East, all of the wins together, there's 24 wins between the um, four teams. Hmm. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I, w- I would have never guessed this, but, you know, let's see how the season plays out. Exciting times in the NFC East. Well, especially over the past, the crazy thing is, the past couple of years, it's been like the, you know, the team that's going to get the playoff bid, uh, the one who wins, will they be above 500? And then yeah. all of a sudden this year, boom, like, the Eagles crazy, almost right? have 500 wrapped up. Yeah. Um, anything else for around the NFL, or should we uh, push on to our uh, next segment? I'm good. Uh, that's that sounds like a yes. And the next segment is here. Should we find some theme music for it? Let's see. What do we got? Sure. Uh, nah, that, that won't work. <laughs> Evan the Giants fan, you got seven questions for Rick. Time to unload them. 
There we go. Oh, that's about All right. That's yeah. good. I like that theme music. Yeah, I, fig- I figured that'd be up your alley. All right, Rich. Staying in the spirit of our elections going on right now. Oh, I like it already. Oh, no. It's, it's time to vote. <laughs> Who are you going to go with? Four contestants on the ballot tonight. Contestant number one, Ron Jaws Jawalski. Donovan the Orangeman McNabb. Of course, you got to get a Syracuse guy in there. Michael, I don't like dogs, Vic. Or Randall, <laughs> LT can't sack me, Cunningham. That's a good one. Am I supposed to come up with a question or? No, you got to pick one. Is this like Jeopardy or? You got to yeah, pick who, one who and pick why. One? And why would you pick? And why? Why did you pick that person? Uh, as far as best quarterback, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who would you want? Who, yeah, who would you want? To um, I would have to say uh, Ron Jaworski because um, he's having an incredible year this year as a comeback player. Excuse, excuse me, what? <laughs> <laughs> and silence fell over the crowd. <laughs> Is there a no, joke in there somewhere? I grew up with Ron Jaworski, so, I mean, he's definitely would always be my favorite. Uh, yeah. Okay. I was, ne- I was never a big Randall Cunningham fan. I was uh, Earlier, I was alluding to Hassan Reddick, right? He wears number seven, so. See, uh, Evan, the Giants fan, this is me and Rick in a nutshell. I would have I would have certainly picked Randall Cunningham. But to, to Rick's point, it's about who you grew up with, so okay. I get it. And I would go with McNabb, so there you go. Oh, yeah, Syracuse. <laughs> number five, we'll always love you. Oh, God. All right, moving on to question number two. If you could add one impact player from any team right now, who would it be and why? Oh. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about this. You know, I don't think there's really anybody that I would, you know, add right now that would be, you know, we're kind of in a, it's hard to say, geez, uh, you know, the, uh, so much of the talk around here in Philadelphia is, oh, our special teams, we really need to, you know, get better at that. It's like, really, is that what we've gotten to, to bitch about, right? It's like special teams. Um, is it really that bad? So I don't, I don't know. I think it's almost like, hey, we're good. I wouldn't want to bring somebody in who's like the superstar who would disrupt everything that's going on. So I would almost like pass. I know this sounds somewhat conceited, but. I was going to say, you pompous a-hole. <laughs> well, you have one big season. You're like, oh, we don't hey, need anyone. Hey, we we, we don't get to. Wow. What an answer. I love it. Okay, we don't get so... to lead from the front very often, so I'm going to enjoy it. What? Okay, so Joey Bosa, nah. And you don't got to give up anything for him. Nobody. I'm not a big fan of the Bosa guys. Yeah. Okay. I've never have been. All right. Well, the answer, we have the answer. The answer is pass. All right, duly known. We'll see if that comes back to bite you in the ass. Um, <laughs> question three. Now, I know this is low-hanging fruit because there's so many of them. But which in your mind is the greatest Eagle victory of all time over the Giants? Oh. Mm. So many to choose from. Miracle of the Meadowlands one. Miracle of the Meadowlands two. Um, I would have to say, like 
Miracle, the original Miracle at the Meadowlands. That was like really the first, and when I was coming into football, watching age. Um, so that we'll would go have with to Herman be Edwards. Okay, all right. Herm Edwards, Joe Pisarczyk, <sighs> um, Larry Zonka. I think yes, was Larry the Zonka was. <laughs> And the reason being, because he had no kneecaps, but, you know, <laughs> good pick. Another guy who should have been out of the league. Right, then. exactly. Who needs okay, kneecaps? Now turning, what was that? Who needs kneecaps? Yeah, exactly. Okay, now turning that question on its ear, question number four, which Eagles defeat stings the most of all time against the Giants? Oh, uh, it had to have been that one where, uh, you know, I try and put all those losses out of my memory, but um, it has to be that one where who's the guy who had the gun in his pocket when he went into the, he caught a touchdown pass in the port of the end zone. Like oh, uh, Plexico Burris. The Plexico Burris, yeah. Right. Right. Is that terrible when you refer to people as that bonehead <laughs> guy and you talk about the one bonehead thing that he's known for? Hey, you know what? You're an NFL football player. You do something that stupid, you deserve it. Sorry. <laughs> Pretty dumb. All right, Xavier so it was a Plexigo burst. Catch the at the buzzer? Yes. Okay. All right, here we are. Number five, if you could take over the Eagles organization tomorrow, what's the first thing you would do and why? Oh. You know what? I think we're good. There's nothing I would... <laughs> Uh, wow, another pass. <laughs> no, no. Another pass. Come on. <laughs> um, geez, these are, these are questions that make you think. Like, I uh, I really haven't thought of that. Um, I, I If I took over the Eagles tomorrow, if I was the owner of the Eagles tomorrow, if your name was Jeff, I would make sure they have the correct numbers to my bank account uh, because those guys are rolling in money. Um, I, uh, I, I mean, I don't think there's anything like, you know, I think where the stadium is is good. The stadium is actually, you know, pretty good. The game day experience is like really good. Um, you know, I, I would start to be like, hey, Howie, you're not going to do this forever. I need you to get somebody to start training for when, you know, you retire or um, when you annoy me and try and be the smartest guy in the room and go draft somebody out of Weber State uh, instead of the SEC. Um, that, you know, that that whole operation of player personnel and everything just kind of it. You know, uh, it's kind of like the Wizard of Oz, and I don't, you know, I would want to see what's going on behind the curtain. Okay, good answer, good answer. I think I'd, I'd ask to bring back more Kelly Green. <laughs> that would be my... Uh, yes. I, I know these are the uh, seven questions for John, but I just had to chime in on that one. Oh, no, you can take two or three. Go ahead, Evan. All right, going, uh, going back to the vote... Uh, the famous Philly cheesesteak. You have to vote out one item. Which one's not making the cut? A, the cheese whiz. B, the grilled onions. C, the grilled peppers. See, 
Now, this is where Evan and I have to get to know each other. Since this is a voting theme part, we can kind of play some music while Rick's thinking. <laughs> this, you know, John would never ask me those questions because he knows that I would never have onions or green peppers on any on anything. So, and but the cheese whiz, I'm not a, I'm more, I'm provolone instead of uh, cheese whiz. So all three of those are. <laughs> You're throwing all three out the window. Okay, so we're just, John, am I right or am I right? Have you ever seen me eat an onion or uh, nope. green peppers? Nope. nope. Wow. Okay. See, Never. there's something new about Rick today. He's yep. just yep. going with the bread and meat, nothing else. All right. Uh, look, some Maybe cheese. a little provolone in there. Okay. Yeah, you, you'll do some cheese, but that's pretty much about it. I think if your, you look at, your if pizza you look is kind of the same way too. Steak, they're in the sugar bowl. Yeah. Yeah, you're not a big like put it, dump a salad on my pizza thing kind of guy too, right? No, yeah, no. I'm not. A, I'm not. When I eat, this will give you a little bit more about me that you probably don't want to know, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Please, you know, I <laughs> I don't mess with stuff like I want to know what I'm putting into my mouth and what's going to happen within my mouth. I don't want to be, you know, and I'm not so touching I that one. The mix to minimum because. It, you know, if you get too many, you know, green peppers or disproportionate to, you know, the meat, let's say, then it doesn't taste right, right? So you have to kind of be, I like to be predictable as to what I'm putting in my mouth, if that makes sense. Dare we okay. say balanced? <laughs> like, here, uh, would, let me ask you this, Rick. Would you order the meat lover's pizza at round table? Well, what, uh, what's the meat? I think it's pepperoni, sausage, ham... I had a slice of meat lovers pizza for uh, lunch today, John. Uh, there you go. See the there answer. All right, question but answer. Yeah, I'm, I am not like our uh, mom and dad in that. I mean, they walk into a pizza place and they're like, "Yeah, everything you got, put it on top." Of yeah, it. yeah, dump it on there. <laughs> dump your kitchen on our pizza. We'll take it. Black olives, yeah. Mushrooms, yeah. Ugh. Okay, and staying with the family theme and food-related questions. <laughs> oh. What was the one family meal that John hated as a kid? Uh, like the one thing that was yeah, that was just that like oh, I know, I know the answer to this question. I, I'm curious uh, if you get it because you probably hated it too, but I just detested this. Uh, I, I don't know if this is like the deep recesses of my memories coming, but I would have to say, yep, liver and onions. That's it. That is exactly it. I don't know what like <laughs> Oh my god, you guys got fed then? Yo, dude, it was oh terrible. Oh geez, it was guys. so bad. Oh my god, it was terrible. Oh liver and onions. <laughs> it was, oh, you like something out of a boys. horror movie. Oh my god. It's like that, that's how actually, much that, motivated us if we got yeah, bad that, Yeah, it actually deserves that probably. I'd be like, you know what? Just, I don't know. Send me, <laughs> send me in my room for a month. I ain't eating that shit. Evan the Giants fan, it was so gross. Oh. I, I, <laughs> I, actually, I, I mean, the liver wasn't that bad. I mean, as It's the know, combination. Uh, <laughs> it's the total combination. Yeah, it's, it's like, do you want worse or horrible? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm sorry, gentlemen. That's do you want to die in a train wreck or a train wreck on fire during an atomic, you know, exactly. bomb bombing of, you know, 
Holy shit. It's Ooh, all kinds of... Yeah. All right, on that note, woo! All right. Liver and onions. Sorry yeah. to hear. Woof. Uh, what question are we on? I that was seven. That oh, was well, there, that, that, that answer, that's, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Evan, the Giants fan, for your seven questions for Rick. Uh, hopefully the world learns something about, well, all of us. Uh, now on to the real business. Uh, next week the Eagles play your Washington Commandos. Uh, actually, I, I meant to pull this up, but I don't know what the spread is. Rick, you know what the spread is? Uh, it's got to be like 12 and a half, I think, at least. It you is. It is. Well, it is Monday Night Football. Oh, is it? Shit, I didn't know. Yeah, oh, Night yeah, that's right. ESPN, there points. it is. Now. So right now, without even like taking the field, they have like an eighty-nine percent chance of victory on ESPN.com. Actually, I don't know if that's true. Oh no, sorry. Matchup predictor: eighty-three percent, with a point two percent chance of tying. Which is uh, I don't know why they even bother putting that there. That's insane. Uh, yeah. Is so is is uh, Dopeface coming back for this game, or is it? It's, I guess it's still Tyler Heineke. It is Taylor Heineke. They showed Taylor pictures Heineke. of um, Mr. Dakota. Um, still has his finger uh, fingers wrapped up. So, Good. but yeah, that, I, it's it's very interesting. He's not going to play. So, do you think he comes? Oh, he's got to steer clear of that place, right? I mean, there's no way that. I mean, why would you roll him in there and just like blow up his uh, self confidence? Well, no, no, I, no. oh no, they're playing it. They're playing in in uh in the shithole that is FedEx Field, right? No, no, no. I was at that game when it was down there. It, oh, it, that's it right. Yeah, that's, yeah. So does what do you think? Does he does he show his face in Philadelphia, or does he pull a Ben Simmons? Nah, he's he's gonna Simmons that shit. He ain't showing up, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I it should be interesting to see that um, that. If he's roaming the side, if he even if he comes, there's no way he's going to be like roaming the sidelines. They're going to put him up in the press box or anything because he is just going to get crushed by the fans if he's on the field. Yeah, big time, big time. Uh, they're twice. So the Commandos are 21st in the league in total offense. So they're not great. Um, I heard in preparation for the game that there's not a battery left on the shelves. Here in Philadelphia, I think that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, seeing it, you know, looking at it from like you know, right now the uh, this past week the uh, the Eagles' rush offense was a little leaky, and they're missing a key player, as we know. Uh, but for what it's worth, the the Commandos are, are about tw- you know twenty one too as well in rushing. Yards a game at 108, so they're not exactly uh, robust up, uh, you know, on the ground. So, yeah, they've got that guy who got <laughs> who got shot in the knee or oh, whatever geez. in the leg. He's actually Larry Zonka. <laughs> there you no, go. No. Who's that guy who got shot in the knee in DC earlier this year? Who's oh, back? There's who's about 180 here? of them, though, right? Right. That narrows it down to about. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people getting shot in the knees in uh, DC. 
Um, I mean, I it, uh, clearly it was not point blank or right on the knee. It was <laughs> some graze or something. There's, there's no way somebody goes from, like, you know, um, getting shot on the kneecap and then, you know, running the football in the NFL. You know, yeah. Two months. But he was, he actually looks like, you know, he's going to be pretty good. Yeah. But, um, uh, Brian Robinson is is the gentleman who was uh, grazed on the knee or whatever. Right. So, right. Uh, the the uh, the Commandos are what on their uh, sixth consecutive win? Is that right? Am I reading that right? Yeah. So what? is that? Where did I see Wait, that? Why no. are you reading that? No, that's not right. Where did I see that? <laughs> oh, oh. Sorry, Vikings come back to beat the Commandos for six consecutive, and I was like, "Wait, that's not right." Um, just to let you know. I'm uh, not drunk, just fan, for the record, yeah. My parents did send John to some pretty good schools. Yeah. A lot of good it did. <laughs> they just tried. Kidding. Yeah, they tried. <laughs> Their best. Spent some money. But, alas. Uh, yeah, no, I, as, yeah, as far as the, uh, the game, you know, I think it's just going to be a freaking blowout. Yeah. Uh, um, so the Eagles are coming off like a semi buy. Um, the Commanders are coming off of um, uh, you know a heartbreaking loss. Uh, the game's at uh, you know in Philadelphia. There's just a number of things that are lining up that it could be absolutely hideous. So on that note, I think we really need to get down to brass tacks on the topic that really needs to be addressed for this game, considering it is in Philadelphia and Monday Night Football. What are the commercial bumpers going to be? <laughs> oh, Definitely uh, the, the boathouses on the Schuylkill. Any other guesses out there? Uh, yeah, Liberty uh, Independence Hall. Uh, I can guarantee there'll be nothing new. <laughs> I'll give you one hint. This guy is going to show up. That's right. Another shot of Rocky on the steps. Although he's not on the steps, so it does you know, he's off to the side now. So. And I'm sure there'll be discussion. Oh yeah, when I when I got my cheese steak, oh, are you gonna run up the stairs? Oh my god! Uh, you know, oh, I was jog- I, I was jogging out there last yesterday. It's it's five thirty a.m. and Melissa was out there, and uh, yeah, she uh, was wearing her Nike Pegasus threes, and blah, blah, blah. it's like, oh boy, really, people? That's the best you can come up with. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's this is, you know, the other question I had for for everyone is this a trap game? And my answer to this question is no, because it is the NFC East. Rick, your thoughts? Um, usually a trap game is because they're looking forward to the next game. This just handed to me, yes. Snyder, still in a hole. Rick, back to you. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine that the Eagles are looking past the commanders because they're looking forward to playing the Colts. Yeah, that's uh, that game just got a little easier, considering a a guy who's never coached a day in his life is running the team. When when I saw that, I thought, has did Evan talk to Ursay this week? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I could I could have sworn I saw in the press release uh, that Evan the Giants fan told me I cannot pick a retread. So I'm picking somebody off the desk. At exactly. ESPN. He went outside the washing machine. Yeah. He went to the. He, he went. He went right to the. Uh, he went to the, to the hamper. Yeah, the hamper. <laughs> yeah, that's a better one. The dirty clothes basket. Yeah. The guy. Uh, the guy who has no head coaching experience whatsoever at any level. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I mean, they would have been better off getting um, Juan Castillo to be their head coach. I mean, I that, I just don't understand how you and by the way, did you Ursay's response on the uh, uh, on the I was about to say the Brady Bill. That's not what it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, shit, the Pittsburgh Steelers guy, the Rooney Rule, Brady Bill, Rooney Rule, same thing. Like his explanation for that was just ridiculous and long winded. He just looks like a dope. But that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about the uh, uh, the commandos. Someone is clearly having a bowl of cereal right now. Good for you, whoever that is. Um, that's Evan the Giants fan. <laughs> a boy. You know, what What do they call it when uh, the Colts play the uh, commanders, when it's Ursay versus Snyder? I mean... Uh, the Blue Bonnet Bowl? I don't know. I don't know. What would you call that? I don't know. Those, those two guys are about... As far out of left field as possible. Yep. Yep. They deserve one of these. <laughs> yep. They're terrible. Uh, Evan, the Giants fan, what are you having for cereal? What's the What's the pick of the night? Tonight we're going with the. Actually, we're on to dinner, so I'm just kind of like getting my uh, falafel sandwich ready. Oh, I thought you were having cereal. I thought I heard cereal getting poured. Yeah, well, I'm you know making the uh, the sauce that you got to go in the in the falafel bowl thing. Oh, oh look at you making sauce while we're uh, having a podcast. About these <laughs> that's, am- that's amazing. Hey, I, I'm going to call you multitasking, Chuck. gentlemen. Multitasking. Yeah. yeah. I sent both of you guys a story this past weekend, and I got no reply from you guys. <laughs> it's ready, Evan. Evan the Giants fan, your flawless ready. Wait, where did I miss it? Yeah, which one? There's a guy at San Diego State. I totally this missed this. Was Punter it after? Game? Was it after I sent you our brother's new Twitter account, or before the uh, uh, <laughs> the ATV okay, injury? I'll, I'll tell you the story then, since clearly neither of you watched. <laughs> Good thing that you guys are paying attention to the text I sent you. Send you. Um, so there's a, a, a lineman who played, he was playing uh, at either guard or tackle at San Diego State. He runs into this huge guy who's working at a grocery store, and he's in the band at San Diego State, and he's working at a grocery store to make money. To And the guy says to him, hey, I don't know what you're doing playing in the band and working at the grocery store. You should be playing football. So this guy, the first guy who says this to the guy at the grocery store, he goes off, he gets drafted, and goes off and plays. Oh, yes, I did read. I did, yeah. No, you said, uh, you sent that to me and Jack. Oh, uh, okay. I, my apologies, Evan. <laughs> yeah. um, Thanks a lot. For <laughs> inviting you. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. Pals, man. Yeah, he, yeah. Um, him was spoiled then, as flawful. 
And then it turns out the no guy... No falafels for you, buddy. <laughs> the guy who was working at the grocery store, he and the other guy, uh, the guy who works at the grocery store, takes him up as like, you know what? Yeah, maybe I should play football. And then they both end up playing next to each other on uh, for the Houston Texans. No. Oh. And they both lost this past week. <laughs> to who? <laughs> Not to Jeff Saturday. Uh, all right, anything else uh, related to the Eagles and the Commandos? We have unrelated topic of the week, which is kind of what Ricky just had, and we just talked about Evan's falafel. <laughs> that's, that's about as unrelated as you can get. Uh, I could talk about the cereal on our shelf right now, but I don't want to... Uh, Put uh, Charlie to sleep on that one, so uh, I will spare him. Um, but yeah, any uh, last thoughts before we, uh, you know, call it a call it a Wednesday? Uh, I don't have anything for you. I'm I good. I, I have exhausted all of my NFL knowledge for the evening. I got more, but I know uh, Evan the Giants fan has some falafel in his future, so I don't want yeah, to yeah, boy. Between, between that, <laughs> so and you know, and Rick's got to get to his. Meat and bread <laughs> and nothing else. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of like cheese. There's something wrong with it. Uh, no, I do not eat cheesesteaks at 10 o'clock at night. That would be unfortunate. Yes. You have to get up at about 2 a.m. and unload. But that's... <laughs> All right, moving on. That's moving it for this week's show. <laughs> this week's show. Uh, thanks for joining us uh, every week, Wednesday, 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 Eastern. Uh, gentlemen, always a pleasure. Um, I think we got another win coming this week. Until next Wednesday, Fly Eagles Fly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>